wickety wickety whack. Hey yo. Welcome back. We're not doing yeah, no. that ever again. That was the worst. <laughs> was uh, welcome to the I Tried to Be Straight podcast. Sorry for that. My bad. Yeah. I take no, full don't, responsibility don't for that. Don't apologize. We're done apologizing. That was wickety wickety whack. Yeah. So I'm out of breath. And um, tell us why you're out of breath. I have confession because I know you're going to bring this up later if I don't. I was doing push-ups because I'm wearing a muscle shirt and you got you to gotta get that get pump. That pump. got to get that pump. And you were judging me for it. Nate is a big gym bro. I am not. He's not. But I, and I, I am out of breath. I'm sorry. I legit was so skinny growing up and definitely have gotten more focused on gaining weight because of coming out. Because before I didn't really care he wants to look what I look like because I didn't want a girl. I was actually like trying to, you know, I didn't, That's I was like, I would never work out to get a girl because, ew. But... Now that I'm actually dating, I care a lot more about it. Also, that's this is a whole other topic, but like the gay dating scene is a little image focused. And so I'm just trying to not get body dysmorphia and I'm Ooh. doing my best. So far, so good. But I wouldn't be totally honest if I didn't say I have been watching, have been watching my calories and eating a lot of protein. Nate, you're beautiful just as you are. Thank you. But imagine me with 10 pounds or muscle. And I can't. <laughs> Actually, I can. It. Yeah, and yeah, Calvin Klein. Has anyone looked at that latest Calvin Klein? Shoot. Yeah, we can't talk about this. Is a, we can't. This is a Christian podcast. Stop it. We're talking about if you watch the show Chef job. and you watch and you and you're watching GQ. Okay, and Calvin Klein. There's a photo shoot. Where is his belly button? When you're perfect, you don't. That have man one. does not have a belly button. He didn't come from a womb. He came from Adam and Eve. He came straight no from no belly button clan. <laughs> he was the second immaculate birth after Jesus, but he was everything he needed to be, and he doesn't need a belly button to be pretty. All right, he might well, be like on that topic made by like AI or something. You think I don't know. so? No belly button. I don't know. And, you think and, he's a deep fake? And we don't believe that he's the second immaculate birth. That was a joke for anyone trying to catch me on my theology. Got ya. Um, dating. Dating. We're gonna talk about dating. So we figured to recap after the last couple, like coming out podcasts, get a little more into what happened next and talk about each of our individual dating journeys so far. Let's go. Because it's funny. Nate, I think you have a better repertoire. Just because mine are like more dramatic doesn't mean they're better. Um, But I do, (laughs) I do manage to find myself in just some funny (laughs) situations and I don't know what it is. I love the drama. What is your favorite dating story? Like favorite good or favorite bad? Either one. I was going to do something meaningful about dating. Like, wow, dating means so much to me now. And I've learned so much. But let's go straight to bad slash good dating stories. I like this better. It's more fun. I'm still out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I need to work out so much more. Um, But this is is good for me. Um, Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. I'm not obsessed. She can run... For three hours while singing, and that's yeah. how she prepared for the Eras tour. Isn't that crazy? I'm not. I'm nothing like her. Should we do the Taylor Swift workout? Can we do a podcast where we're working out the whole time, and then we'll be Taylor? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I don't like anything I just said, and we won't cut this, but just know in my head I wish I hadn't said that, and we should have cut it. Okay. Bad dating stories. Actually, I've got one that's really bad. So I've been kind of like just in my teenage phase. I think I've talked to a few different people who have said... When you come out late, no matter when, 
you kind of have like the teenage dating phase in that part of life. And mm-hmm. I can relate to that so heavily because my dating experiences were with women were relatively like limited. I only dated a couple girls for like a month here or there. So dating guys and then not necessarily like in the super churchy Christian culture anymore, obviously, because gay dating is different. Like it was a big, like it was a big wake up. Like I was like, this is a lot different than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another story, but like finding out where I fit and how I want to adapt versus like keeping true to what I'm used to. Finding that middle ground has been a bit of a process. Um, I am still out of breath. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> I'm, I can't do push-ups before a podcast. I literally, I'm not, I'll never be Taylor. There's been really good experiences. There's been some bad ones. There was one very funny one that I haven't told the story of very much. So there's this guy who was sweet. He actually came to the place I worked a little bit and we talked. And then I think we met on Tinder as well. And we asked, one of us asked the other one out and we went on this date. A cute guy, sweet guy. We had a fun date. It was pretty good, but I wasn't feeling that much of a connection. Like we could tell we were very different. Mm -hmm. Cute guy, but just not really feeling like I could see it going long term. And I, I do tend to like kind of pick that up relatively fast. Yeah. So after the date was over, I was like, okay, that's good, but you know, I'm gonna start listening to another one. Hmm. And I told him a little about my journey, told him I was relatively new and had the whole conversation. But the next day he texted me and was being really friendly. And I was like, yeah, what's up? Texted a couple days. And then he asked me another date. And I was like, hey, um, honestly, feel like we're kind of going different places, blah, blah, blah. I, as a new dater, I could have just said, hey, just not feeling like that. But yeah. I was like, oh, let me just give him the whole spiel because I just need to make sure he's okay. So many people don't go on second dates. I didn't need to give him the whole like life story of why I don't feel like we're a good match. Like it was unnecessary and I yeah. know that, but I sent him all of that. And he responded with this massive text about how, you know, like I really need to keep trying things before I give up on them and really need to explore. And just cause I'm not used to something doesn't mean. And he gave me this like essay on why I should go on another date with oh, him. Oh man. And he genuinely meant it. He genuinely yeah. thought like, but I was like, bro, I, I just don't want to go on another date with you. He like you. I, <laughs> <thank> you. <laughs> he did. He did. I didn't need to give him that whole thing, but I did. And so him sending like a five paragraph email was, or text <laughs> should have been an email. <laughs> wasn't insane, <laughs> but it was weird. But then, then I was having brunch with some friends when we got this text and we had mimosas and I was just like, oh my oh. God, I'm not ready for this. I'm like guys what do i say what do i say so i gave the phone to my friend and she's like i know what to say she's like i read the, she's like i read his text that's so sweet i'm like i guess so i don't really like it feels like a lot yeah and she's like uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think it was sweet i'm like why don't you just respond to it and she's like okay and she is the sweetest person ever and she's just like this incredibly nice person but she's definitely a lot different than me and what she responded back was like oh my gosh that is so kind thank you so much for like letting me know and i'll keep that in mind and some other like just awkward sign off and she's like sending him like praying for you something (laughs) might as well have said praying for you honestly it was like in her brain this was sweet oh no and i was like uh before i even thought about it just like just send it just send it and then she gave it to me and i looked at it and read it i'm like 
oh no it was the most condescending just <gasps> awkward sh- like oh that's so kind of you thank oh you and then like basically f off yeah like no one would read that and think it was serious they would 100 percent think i was just like being super patronizing and just talking down to him i'm sure at that point he's probably like thinking he didn't respond oh, he, he, did? <laughs> he did not respond oh, yeah okay um so kind of successful i guess but we live in the same city and if you're watching this somehow i'm sorry you know who you are and i'm i'm so sorry i regret this and you you didn't deserve this and i was young and naive i was just a baby i was, young and I was just a baby how, how long ago was this it's like a year but i was just okay, a baby yeah. i was just a baby You're, he's just a baby I was just a baby he saw me in person he looked at me and um if looks could kill he oh, like no he mean mugged me so <gasps> hard it was yeah I that's felt, devastating i feel like i wanted to leave the room i was working i was doing a couple stints as a barista at this point so i literally could not move yeah could not i was stuck there and i just had to smile okay what do you think about in that instance if he had been like can we just be friends like would you have been friends with him well that's another topic i don't know like it's hard to know what your friendship compatibility is with someone after one date yeah it's just hard to like transition for me um i haven't had a lot of friends that come after a date and i'm like maybe that's my problem but they haven't really tried to initiate either mm-hmm. i don't know i guess as a person that like did the rejection that's a harsh word but like after one day it's not yeah deal. but after the person does that it'd be weird to be like let's be buddies mm-hmm. sorry that no that's weird i would agree yeah why uh, what about you do you have any good dating stories good or bad good you or don't bad. have to like try and talk my dad Oh man, thankfully I haven't had too many bad dating stories. I think the most uh, memorable one is probably, I went on a date, um, this girl divulged a lot of her like family trauma and history and like what she was going through. And so she's kind of a Nate? Not like trauma that. Trauma bonder? Like, that's, not, that's a like, neat move. Kind, more like a, it was more of a bomb. And Ooh. you know when like you just know you're sitting with somebody and you're like, oh, like nobody's really listened to you in a while. So they just kind of divulge everything yeah i ended up this is and i kind of regret this and i kind of don't i ended up being like pull out your phone right now and i sent her my therapist contact information i was like like, you need to know genuinely i was like i care about you just as a human being even though this is the first time we've ever met you need to talk to somebody (laughs) oh my gosh yeah i don't know if she ever did did she did she act weird about that no she was actually really sweet really she's like yeah i do need a therapist yeah she was like yeah i should probably talk to somebody and then like two months later she reached out and she was like i really like enjoyed our conversation like i kind of like want to keep hanging out and i just you know said like hey i don't you know feel anything past a friendship i don't i don't know how i feel about being friends with somebody once you've like you know dated for a while I think like if you're friends before and then you start dating it makes sense yeah but if you start out dating and you turn that into a friendship it's tricky mm-hmm. i've seen it done i've seen it done too it yes. requires great finesse mm-hmm. and great willpower and, and boundaries yeah good boundaries yeah. yeah i do think being in the gay culture especially like i don't know if it's the same for like bi it, lesbian no it is, it yeah. is. Yeah. like everyone's kind of dating everyone mm-hmm. and then like when your friends are also potential dates it's like everyone's kind of dated everybody yeah. and in a city like sacramento it's like it's not big you you like meet someone on tinder and they're like oh cool they are friends with my ex and they probably yeah like you know talked yeah they, they, they probably dated your ex yeah everyone has dated everyone and you're like well this is just this is just life it is what it is yeah i think 
I guess to get into a serious note though for a second and we're going back to like goofy shit stuff goofy stuff you didn't hear that <laughs> Christian podcast um, I do think it's been really cool to have that experience with everything being new like I've talked about this a bit it's hard because I would have liked to have this season when I was younger yeah but it is a cool kind of exploration season that you only get once and so having it now is kind of a fun thing like I'm still having it I still get to have it and I get to experience that thing now and it's a it's a fun thing and so yeah. it's not like the worst thing ever yeah I'd like to know exactly like my style of dating what kind of person I'm looking for and I feel like I'm getting closer now because I've been dating a couple years yeah but it takes time and I think I'm happy to be where I am now but there is that you know, I missed it in my teenage phase. Do you feel similar? Do you feel like you're enjoying this? I guess you dated because, you know, you're bi. Yeah. Bi. I, I I haven't really gone on a lot of dates. Even with guys, I, I feel very protective about my time. I have, like, a couple rules for dating. Like, I will only do coffee dates as a first date. And Oh, wow. Yeah. like Morning I just, or do you do them at night as well? Like, morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, time is the one resource you can't get back. And I just, like, like spending my time with the people I love. And so... Mm. I don't know it's been wait so how many you know the movie 50 first dates yes that could be about me in I this last movie. like two years of my not not amnesia but just dating a lot it's i've like been on 50 first day. dates <laughs> not with one person but yeah <laughs> i've done a lot of first dates but we have a little bit of a different experience you were dating people before more so yes and no yeah i just i don't really go out on dates yeah i don't know what it is yeah that's okay. I, I love my life yeah and so to add somebody they have to like enhance the greatness of what's going on and i just haven't really met anybody that does that you know, you know what yeah I mean? no i mean i think i can relate to I, I think i have an interesting life story and perspective and i want someone that can understand it even if yeah. they're not they haven't lived it but someone that has context because i am a unique person like i'm yeah. not i'm christian but my christianity looks a lot different than most christians mm. but i can see why some people would find that to be a turnoff and i understand um, but also like even having had the experience of being a ground Christians, like it's a big part of my story. Mm. Um, so finding people that really have context for my life can be tricky and I don't, I'm not needing that. Like it doesn't have to be there, but there's a shared connection when you can relate on those things. Yeah. Have you found the reaction to be negative, positive, neutral when you tell somebody you're Christian? I would say it's pretty, it's more positive than I would expect. Okay. A lot of people are really, a lot of gay guys are really understanding about it and really like open, which is surprising because yeah. I will say like Christianity can be pretty rough on gay people and Absolutely. a lot of these guys have experienced it firsthand. Yeah. So for me to still hold that faith on some level and for them to be open to it is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think um met a lot of really accepting guys mm. and I think it speaks a lot for gay culture. They're actually pretty accepting of a Christian, even though like, they've been pretty hurt by christianity yeah how do, how do you reconcile that i guess like how do you think they reconcile it or have you talked to any of them about that i think they believe you should do what you want to believe yeah. i think you they believe what you should do what feels right to you and be mm -hmm. true to yourself and i think people have questioned it before but they always accept my answers almost yeah. always and i mean i i'm on tiktok obviously and i get a lot of comments a lot of people are like why are you still in the faith i get it yeah I, there are people totally. that are very much like what are you still doing there it's like yeah. toxic and i'm like yeah a lot of christianity is very toxic <laughs> and again my faith looks different than it used to yeah but i want to keep my faith and so i'm happy and okay to 
have a different stance and respect mm-hmm. their stance and you know live my life so there, there are people that don't see it as great yeah but who could blame them i think i have a yeah. lot of understanding for why they feel pretty turned off and negative about christianity mm-hmm. after all this yeah it's interesting i've have found that some people feel or maybe this is me feeling this way uh i'll own it this is me feeling this way sometimes i feel too gay to be christian and too christian to be gay same and that's like a weird place to be in it's like straddling two different worlds it's awkward (laughs) yeah we're like the five percent of the five (laughs) percent yeah it's weird like we are the minority of the minority yeah i'm not i'm just trying to make myself feel more (laughs) i love i love sympathy you know in mean girls the mom's like i'm a cool mom sometimes i'm like i'm a cool christian like yeah don't worry i'm (laughs) I'm gay i do feel like i am significantly different but i can imagine like you hear christian you think christian like a lot of these people have been hurt by it and I'm like yeah I get right. it but yeah it's it definitely like I think Christians should take note that we are down to straddle this very uncomfortable line of like most Christians would reject us and some gay people would reject us like yeah we have to really want this like this is a very active choice to keep our faith like we're not just casually doing this like we had to we had to want it and yeah. i feel happy with that like like i said i i just this is what felt right for me and mm-hmm. i do feel a connection to god and i mean i think we're gonna get more into faith on another not the dating podcast but um i feel happy with all of that and i feel content and peaceful with my faith and mm-hmm. my sexuality mm-hmm. and i'm really proud of that i'm really happy with that yeah and if someone else discounts me because of that I'm okay with that because mm. I think the person I, I want to be with, even if they're not a Christian, they'll at least have space for my beliefs. And I would want a person that can carry space for a different view. Yeah. If someone's been super burned by the church, which I have, but let's be honest, I'm still I'm still connected on a little level. Like they might not want to be around mm. me, and that's okay. I'm not judging them for that either. Mm-hmm. Especially just like hearing your story, you want to be in a home where you're not otherized for something that's part of you yeah, yeah. i guess so it's yeah. i guess we are kind of being otherizing ourselves for being christians yeah no some can't sense. have it all i guess you nate can look at that face <laughs> i get you gosh stop with the flattery i'm just flirting with <laughs> <laughs> so we are in love yes again we are we <laughs> decided we weren't and then we decided we were again and that's just what makes us special we go back from straight to gay every week <laughs> And this is, we're having a straight moment of love for each other. You can't keep saying that I look good. It's too nice. I told her she should be mean to me and give bad banter because I do well with bad banter, but she just says nice things. I can't help it. You could have done better on those push-ups. Your form wasn't great. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, my your push-up form, form was, was not great. Okay, I need... See, this is helpful. How bad was it? It Your your lower back might okay. hurt like, later. Yeah, but like... It's hard, you know. It's hard to do a push-up. Oh, I got a butt, and it wants to like. It doesn't want to go the right. It's hard to like keep the. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. Okay, so like, back needs to be like less. Yeah, bent. you were. Yeah, it. It didn't look great. That's okay. where I'm gonna leave it. Thanks. I've yeah. heard that before, actually. So. Oh, okay. Anything else to add? Nope. Nothing else you thought of. Nope. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. What? I think mm. the listeners. Okay. If you are new to coming out, Ooh. you still believe in God. You yep. still have some like, you know, purity culture to unpack. Mm-hmm. You still have some boundaries you're working through for yep. yourself. What would you tell 
somebody who's just freshly out and trying to navigate all this Ooh, okay i mean i want to hear your answer first i just believe in good boundaries so i have boundaries within dating i have boundaries around intimacy and i also have stuff that i'm just working on on my own um in therapy so here i'll give you my biggest one yep let's hear it you need people around you who are going to tell you the truth about who you're dating Ooh, and yep, preach and you need to listen to them because mm. just my recent dating experience train wreck bad not good and uh -huh. everybody around me was telling me this person is manipulative this person is not good for you oh were they they were and i wasn't I didn't get to listening know them at, at, well to them enough. oh no yeah and that was on me and what and i now, learned who's this person back with Oh is this no! A different this person? is a different version. Oh my gosh, Susie! <laughs> no, well, who's the and the person you were just? Oh, we can't talk. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry. This this is on the internet. We can't it's talk. Fine. It's yeah. too recent. No, yeah. don't keep going. Okay, the, manipulative. The, yeah, the biggest and thing you I learned stuck with them. Yeah, was your friends have nothing to gain from telling you really mm -hmm. hard truths mm -hmm. it's like if you stink and somebody's like yo you smell like yeah it's not easy to it's say it's not easy to say those are your people if they're willing to say it yeah and that was that would be my biggest thing is have people around you who are honest who love you who want to just see you be happy and listen to them that's really good i think like in gay dating culture especially with the guys like it can be a pretty rowdy world and figuring out what your your boundaries are and what your goals are and what you want because i think for me also coming out of purity culture i'm like well i feel like we were pretty intense about everything mm. like i had friends that didn't kiss until i got married and it was the worst kiss ever and it was in front of 200 <gasps> people which is just sad there if you're listening to this i'm sorry it was so beautiful i would have second your wedding was amazing oh, i'm so sorry for insulting it <laughs> no i know multiple people that did that i think family members that did that i don't talk about it i don't talk about it um so i was like i that's where i come from so i need to find out what i believe and what i want and you know yeah i mean i think it's been a journey but figuring out what you want before is important and just being really safe and going at your own pace not feeling like because you get to you you're in a hurry to like experience everything you didn't experience right yeah that's so true but keeping safe and having boundaries and just i mean especially for younger guys like i see younger gay guys and i think with even with younger women like there's so many people out there that will like take advantage of you i'm not yeah. just saying the gay world i'm saying straight world as well like yeah romance can be taken advantage of and being really safe and really careful is hugely important just like know your boundaries before go with safe people find safe friends yeah. if you do like go out to bars have safe friends take care of you and um just give it time don't rush into things don't like feel like you have to experience everything right away take your time yeah. to enjoy the ride mm -hmm. also next thing i think my first thing my problem was i just wanted to find something really serious right away and i realized i don't even really know what i want and i'm still figuring it out yeah giving it time i'm ready to be in a serious commitment mm -hmm. but also i'm single right now susie's also single this is a dating podcast this is send our us, official plug send us your hottest matches um <laughs> no no plug <laughs> like i said when i was 25 and being straight i'm happy how i am and i don't need is that match. why you're doing it's not true right now <laughs> this is a date this is a that's why a he's dating ask please um i'm looking for a husband um hopefully by 2025 so call, wow. call me um no call me what was i gonna say oh yeah you can't rush these things 
I've been doing this for like two yeah. years. Like, it's a journey. It's a mm-hmm. marathon, not a sprint. I'm not trying to find someone right away. Like, yeah. that'd be just like, I'm always judging people for like getting married at 20. Um, and I'm like, take your time. Because yeah. as millennials, especially, I don't know, are you technically a Gen Z? Millennial, yeah. You're like on the cusp. You're a, you're a millennial. No, you're in the I'm middle. a millennial. You're in the middle. Um, you're <laughs> in the border. I would say this podcast is so varied. We've got a zillennial zillennial and a millennial Millennial. um i would say i am just like those people those people that just start dating at 20 and they're getting married at like 21 like being this age Mm. and trying to like think about super serious stuff when i haven't really done that many regular dating relationships it was just too soon and i'm like now i'm like oh i've got it all figured out no i'm still figuring stuff out yeah i haven't really been in a long-term relationship just like a month long a couple month long things I think giving yourself time and not rushing into anything and mm-hmm. getting to know different people, getting to see what you like and yeah. yeah, just being really safe out there, I would say, especially if you're a Christian going into the gay world, because it's a bit of a culture shock. Know that you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to like go into the scene if you don't want to. That's not the only place to like hang out with other gay mm-hmm. people. Yeah. There's a lot of other places. Um, there's other gay Christians out there. If you're, if you're holding on to your faith and you're coming out, you there's an app called believer if you want to like date other christians or you can talk about it on hinge if you want like you can put your like religion you can find other christians if you want i don't think you need to just date other christians but just you don't you can choose what you want to do you can date who you want to date you don't have to jump fully into a situation you're not comfortable with yeah take your time learn what you like learn who you like learn what you actually need and be really really safe yeah I think that's good. I think you're the part you said about finding friends, that's mm. huge because yeah. that's going to fill a void of, you know, feeling lonely. Um, and I th- also think just good friendships and community, they're going to uh, expand to other networks and mm-hmm. you're going to get to know other people and you're going to find people that you really actually vibe with and not people that you have to force things with because it's like the only gay person you know. Yeah. And then it's like you could get yourself in an awkward position. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, good friends are everything. I think being straight being gay i think yeah. having people that know me and will call you out on your crap mm-hmm. call you out on bad boyfriends bad girlfriends call you out on you know if you don't have any friends that will tell you when you're being dumb then you need better <laughs> friends because yeah. real friends will tell you if you're making mistakes yep and if you're not like listening then they might stop telling you so that's on you <laughs> yeah and if you don't have anyone telling you you're dumb you need to go ask your friends if you're dumb right now go do that um <laughs> before you start dating because you need a friend that will tell you your boyfriend's an idiot you need a friend that's going to tell you hey nate your your form is really bad the push-ups suck <laughs> dude <laughs> they're the worst yeah i'm i'm gonna be so strong someday you are so we're, me and Susie are gonna work out later on the next podcast episode buddies. nate and Susie take on the gym personal training with Susie. that'll be fun do you think you're better at working out than me mm, no do you think gay men are weak no i don't do you think gay men don't know how to work out they know how to work out <laughs> oh no are you saying i'm not one i don't know you, you have i'm potential. still learning i'm yeah, still learning you're a baby yeah he's just a baby just a baby yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be swole someday i really hope you're not because you it's gonna to get to your massive? head it's gonna get to your head it could never <laughs> i have no ego issues at all i'm oh. very i've talked about this a little bit i was like really insecure as a kid right yeah. and i've talked to other people about this I say this a bit, but now when like I find that I'm like feeling really confident about myself, I'm like surprised about it. I'm like, I, I'm 
kind of awesome. I totally like, get that. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I was the ugly, like, hateable kid in my brain, yeah. right? And so now when I'm like getting affirmation ever, I'm like, really? You think I'm cute? I guess I'm like curious. How do you how do you show up when you're like, oh, I feel like confident. Like my head is held up high. Like I feel like Nate. How does that transpire into dating? I think it, it it's really helpful because I I think about a year ago or a few years ago I started going through therapy and all this stuff and realizing that I don't want any acceptance if it's not me being who I really am. And anyone mm. that doesn't really know me, anyone that I'm just putting on a performance for that accepts me isn't really worth having as a friend anyways. Yeah. The people that truly see me and love me are the people that I care about. So why waste time being someone you're not? Mm. I'm going to be me. And this, this was in being gay and also just being, you know, confident, saying what I feel giving feedback or like saying jokes and not feeling too afraid because I've had a very big like I was really shy as a kid and now finally mm. fully out learning how to just love yourself is huge in the dating world too like learning that anyone that that likes you for a performance you're doing isn't worth having as a partner anyways yeah if you're not being yourself on those dates then what's that partnership like who is that partnership that person doesn't even really know you. That person knows a performance version of you. So being yourself will save both of you time. Mm. And you don't have to win everybody. I, being a pastor's kid, like we're so good at like just being really friendly yeah. and just trying to make everybody love us. And if everyone loves you, then you're probably not being totally yourself or you're probably being a different person for different people because you're not supposed to have everybody love you as a person. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. I'm curious what you think about if you are just coming out exploring dating and you still have some probably internalized homophobia that you're unpacking mm. how did you walk into dating with that yourself like how did that impact your dating life hit me with an easy one <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. no i i think that's a big thing because i really disliked anything feminine about myself and i was judging gay people because i was one and i thought that like the more I it almost helped to dislike them because it helped me like remember what the cost was what the stakes were yeah like I can't let myself like those people because then I will be making it easier for me to turn right essentially if I accept those people I'm accepting this part of myself can't do either so internalized homophobia has been a real thing for me I think I made a TikTok um, where I asked my friends if they thought I was gay or not and a few of them were like yeah and i'm like really and i was like yeah. kind of bummed that they knew that i was gay the whole time and i realized like i was bummed because my performance didn't really pay off Ooh, that's tough yeah and then also i'm like i don't want to be perceived as gay so i've had some therapy since and i've still been thinking about it, talking about it. i'm like my gut instinct is to still be like i'd rather people not think i'm gay yeah now with gay people i'm like obviously all around them all the time love gay people um but it's still something that I have to like think about every now and then. Like, mm. yeah, I still see internalized homophobia pop up because it was 30 years of conditioning that I'll probably still be talking about in therapy for a few years. Oh, that's so hard. And so it's just being aware, I think, is such a big part of life in general and dating. Self-awareness yeah. is huge. Like that's one of the biggest things I look for in a partner too, is someone that can like speak their emotions, mm. be self-aware, 
be ready to talk about their issues, be ready to talk about my issues, not like on the first date, unless we're uh, trauma bonding, which is my favorite. <laughs> um, I've only done that on like 10 first dates, so it's fine. 10? I've trauma bonded a lot and I'm oh learning. Oh my gosh, you've gone on more dates in what, this year? How many dates have I gone on this year? It's yeah. 2024. Yeah. I've oh, gone wait. zero. Oh, well, 2023. Yeah. But if, oh no, I've gone on one date this year. That's fine. So I haven't been on that many dates in the last year, but I've been on a few. And I went on a couple dates in England, so those count for double. England dates. I uh, did went on a wow. date with a flight attendant. I asked him out. It's on TikTok. Yes. Full story. Um, but yeah, I uh, saw a cute guy on TikTok. And, or I saw a cute guy on an airplane, and he's a flight attendant. Asked him out, and we hung out in London together. Wow. So yeah, I got some riz. How do you hype yourself up to do something You like just that? do it. I think... Um, I guess you just don't care if you look like a fool mm. is the biggest thing. And I think I've gotten pretty good at that. I think it's good to be okay to embarrass yourself. Yeah. I think even doing this or doing TikTok, like it's been um, vulnerable and embarrassing. And I'm like, I look back mm. and I'm like, why did I say that? That was really chuggy. <laughs> I just said Riz and chuggy in the last minute. I'm a Gen Z. <laughs> I'm a Gen Z like yeah, you. Yeah, you're the Gen Z. I'm no. the millennial. Okay. Um, Shh. Sorry, I you just shush me. I shushed a woman. I'm gay though, so it doesn't that count. That is super sexy. I'm gay. You're getting canceled. I'm not normal. Straight after okay. this comes out. Okay. Okay. I think we've covered a lot of useful dating advice, which is surprising because we're both babies. Yeah. So take everything we said with a grain of salt because we're babies. Babies. But I think we're smart babies. I think we're smart. We're smart babies. Um, we've learned a lot of lessons. We've learned a lot of lessons, and I think. Again, we're going to be bringing smarter people on this podcast. So Absolutely. don't take this as the pinnacle of the smartness that's going to be happening on this podcast. Yeah, no. I, I'm more here to just be cute. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think I'm that cute. Again, I used to think I was ugly. So I'm just relishing the fact that... You're really leaning, leaning into, leaning into it. this confidence. It, no, don't I'm about say it. mean things to me. Remember? No. Banter. Bad banter. I can't. Uh, okay. You'll work on that. Next time, you better say bad things to me okay you're ugly thanks see that doesn't feel thanks. right keep me keep me, <laughs> keep me humble keep me humble please but enough about me i think we're almost ready to wrap this up but are there any other stories that you have yeah so i will tell you about my most recent dating story yeah and it was right before christmas like the fall time yeah it was going well we met Love through mutual fall. friends mm -hmm. it was good taking it slow and long story short we ended up uh, dating for a little while and I had the one I met this is the one you this met was me. cool I know it was this promising was cool. and it what sucks is like I'm just so reserved when it comes to dating and yeah. coming out of a You're bad cautious. Yep. very cautious uh, coming out of a bad situation took it extra super slow and we we're both on the same page um, I my one of my love languages uh, is gifts so uh -huh. Christmas was coming up, so I like got her this uh, Chiefs, Kansas Chiefs sweater. Uh, she was a big Taylor Swift fan, and I was like, I think this will be like a cool sweater. It was like vintage looking, and probably three weeks before Christmas ended up not working out. She texted me like, "Hey, just want to be friends," and I was like pretty bummed Damn. about it. I was like, yeah, she was cool. Like, shoot, and I was like bumming hard for like a few days, and I'm cleaning yep. my room. And I found this bag of Christmas stuff that I had gotten for people. And I'm like looking through it, like wrapping stuff up. And I like get to the bottom of the bag and I find the sweater. No. And I was like, what do I do with it? 
and what I literally with it? I tried it on <laughs> and I loved it so I like Aww. kept it yeah and I was I wrapped it up in like little Christmas gift for me yep. put it under the tree and yep. then like opened it and I was like well you, you wrapped know, it for I yourself did. okay I have this tradition where yeah. I buy myself stuff during December and I wrap it up as my own yeah. Christmas present so actually out of that story that my family's gonna hate based on that was okay. at the end of the story that was uh, yeah because it was like a win is a win you know a win is a win, a win honestly a win. I got a sweater. way to come back out from that and this girl was cool but she you're too good for her you're too good for her I don't know yeah she's gonna listen to this we love you but we are so great you but I can't she's gonna listen to this I, I don't know anything. I don't know if she you will. did your best <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay do slightly better to Susie next time but that's okay and we can still be friends Nate doesn't like women today <laughs> no I love women I love women see see that's why you need to say bad things to me so I can say bad things and feel better that's really it's a selfish I, I thing. really don't it's think she'll listen thing. to this okay but I'm just I'm just do better pulling your arm but that's okay I, you're not she's not listening. <laughs> you're not listening don't listen if you are she's it's fine <laughs> and this is all fine I doubt it um so we did christmas with my family half my family was gone and so my mom got me some presents and so i had some little things but like all my siblings are married all my siblings have kids so they're buying all these presents for their their kids so it's with one sister and her five kids and i'm like you know what i like made a decent amount of my job this year like i'm gonna buy all my nephews presents in this oh, family and there's yeah. five boys so it's like all of them plus a girlfriend plus my um brother or brother-in-law and sister so i'm gonna buy them all presents and me and my sister are talking we're like we're gonna buy each other presents right and she's like yeah we're the only ones here let's buy each other presents i get to christmas i bring like all these presents for all these kids and my sister and my brother-in-law there's a few presents that my mom and dad put there because they're out of town and so i opened those for my mom super sweet she did buy me a scale which she doesn't mm. know about my uh, newfound body dysmorphia. body dysmorphia <laughs> so i got the scale and i'm like well mom uh, you don't you, think you don't know and you know maybe it's good you don't know um but yeah the scale is not the best gift but i actually do need it and i'm actually going to use it so my mom is making my body dysmorphia worse and wow. that's okay and i love you, i don't mom. i love you, you mom. i love you condoning but this. my sister forgot to get me a present so I Wait, got presents for her whole family. I love no the good. Oh, I love this <laughs> <laughs> drama, um, and it's all gravy. But I got like basically no presents from that side of the family, and so I'm just like I opened stuff for my mom, and I'm just like, oh, I guess we're I guess we're good. It was a little awkward. My sister's That's like, so "Wait, awkward. did we say we're gonna get stuff for each other?" And I'm like, "I thought so." And she's like, "Oh no," she's like, "I got you nothing," and I'm like, "It's okay." That was my question. I'm so sorry. So next time I'm gonna wrap something for myself and open it. I'm telling you, it's a great thing to do. Yes. I had yes. this is a I think now eight year tradition. I buy myself new shoes and I love that. Wrap them up. Oh, we don't match this time. I should have my Reeboks. <laughs> Hopefully, this has been insightful into dating. <laughs> Hopefully, you learned something from a couple of noobs. Um, I know I did. I did. I did. <laughs> I learned a lot about you today, Nate. And we had fun. <laughs> And I think we're going to learn more I think we about are. each other, about dating. We are single. We're ready to mingle. But there's other things in our lives that matter too. So we're not just ready to mingle. We are ready to be single if it means someday we'll get a wrinkle on the wow. finger. <laughs> you almost had that. <laughs> um, we're just going to have a, like a compilation of cringe of things I said. Can we just say. have like... <laughs> Save that for the the bloopers. The blooper reel. No, it's going to go in the podcast because you need to know all about me and the bad, dumb things I say to really know me. 
So enjoy that one. We we love Nate. So you feel good about this? You feel yeah. good about everything you said? Really? I think so. I think really? so. Get wow. good friends around you. Interesting. I think that's a good. It's weird that you think lesson. it was that good. Strange. Well, I think it was great. So. Huh? Be mean to me. Oh. I can't. It doesn't come naturally. <laughs> well, guys, that's all we got on this episode of I Tried to Be Straight. So hard. So hard. That sounded weird. <laughs> no, that's the end, folks. We're going to cut that. Um, tune in next week to see what else we say. Please. 